Blog Talk Radio. Now, if you want some information, if you want to get the gist of what's really going on in this motherfucker, you need to listen to these motherfuckers on Mock Talk Radio. These motherfuckers know exactly what's going on. Mock Talk Radio, 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 the world's really fucked up. You see it in the news. Not just saying it because of my last name, but shit gives me the blues. Politics got me sick. Fuck those who didn't vote. But we're here to educate. Even those of y'all on election day. Time for revolution. Best believe shit won't be televised. That's why we did it on the radio. Between rhetoric where the truth lies and time flies. When you're having fun, but ain't no fun with this one. He got me nervous as shit. I got these big guns. Smirk and Odie. Sometimes Charger, I'm Kaiser. Listen to the shit we spit back. You might come out a little wiser. The liars, the cheaters, the haters, the tweeters, the fakers, the fake Italian, white beaters. Mark. Talk. Radio. Mark. Talk. Mark. Radio. Mark. Talk. Radio, mock 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 talk. Bitch. All right, all right. Mock talk. Radio. Mark Odie. Sometimes Charles and Kaiser so say, "What's I, I like how I like how Charles became the Y of a good group, like E I O U and sometimes Y. So then we get sometimes Charles. <laughs> there you go. Real talk. <laughs> uh, so what's a good word? Uh, I struggle to find one each and every day. It goes by. <laughs> this is nothing. There's nothing about today that you could have possibly imagined. I mean, five years ago, who would have ever thought that we would be where we are right now? Some people knew, like the rise of the Simpsons, the Futurama, but little did nobody else could have imagined the catastrophe of America in 2017. To say that we're fucked up is minimalizing what's really going on. I suspect that my medication is no longer working as I'm diagnosed with schizophrenia and I take an injectable, but this has to be some kind of delusion or something. This can't be reality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it, it's unreal to say the least, you know, and, and, and your point about people minimalizing it, that's the worst part. I mean, people flipped out when Obama wore a tan suit and they wanted him in peace for that. And now you have uh, a president with obvious ties to the Russians, and people just like, ah, what are you going to do as president? <laughs> so right. it, it is absolutely insane. So we we got Odie with us today? Uh, not quite yet. Okay. That's Charles. So. Oh, was that Charles? Yeah, in Arizona, he's still that. asleep. Um, it's like it's like seven o'clock in the morning out there. Oh man! So, I've never been out there. I thought only white people stayed out there. No, no, a couple of black folks, one or two. Okay. <laughs> I, I I can't. I've never been there, so I can't say. So. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Uh, 
I'm just going to jump on into it. And uh, one thing that caught my eye real quick, uh, Lindsey Graham, a senator from, I think he's from South Carolina. And uh, Correct. This is how this is how you know you come from a gerrymandered state, where you know your job is safe no matter what. You have Democratic senators right now who are terrified for their jobs, not the ones who are in red states, but the ones who may be primaried by progressives. And they're reaching out to Bernie Sanders and they're like, please, please don't pro-. – they're not saying it like that. But they're just running the whole line. Oh, we got to stick together to fight against Trump. Really, they're just trying to save their own jobs. Lindsey Graham got up on a town hall meeting last week like he was MC such and such with his little Thurston Howell the Third pants on and his little, you know, MC Hammer microphone. And he told poor people that, well, yeah, repealing health care didn't work, but what we're going to do now is we're going to cut, he said this word for word, we're going to cut corporate taxes so we could be more competitive. And when he said that, the crowd booed him immediately. They booed him and they started chanting, your last term. And you know what Lindsey Graham did? He looked out at the crowd and he said, well, bring it on. That's how you know oh, a man is comfortable in, in a gerrymandered state. Because he knows all the people who agree with him are already going to vote for him. You know? That's how you know it's comfortable. Anybody, when, when they did that to Tom Cotton, he didn't say a word. Because Tom Cotton knows, yeah, he can be ousted. But Lindsey Graham was just like, bring it on, his exact words. And I was like, yeah, that's a gerrymandered state. That's a gerrymandered guy right there. He's, he's like, like a made man in the mafia. He knows he's in it. He ain't never leaving. <laughs> so it's like those Schwarzenegger videos they've been posting lately. How do you know, how can a man with a 22% approval rating who does everything the exact opposite of what people want continue to be in Congress year after year after year? Because of gerrymandering. So, but uh, moving on, uh, I got an April Fool's Day That's joke because played South on Carolina me. is one of the most uneducated states in America. Yes. And they keep yes. leading, and they either choose to not vote or they just say, hey, I know this name. He's been on here a lot. Let's vote for him. <laughs> you know what? Blue, you ever seen the movie The Distinguished Gentleman with Eddie Murphy? Yes, I have. That's how Eddie Murphy's character got into Congress. He happened to have the same name as a lifetime senator who had just died. So he ran in that state, and they won because people just go, oh, I know that guy, and they just voted for him, and then they ended up getting into Congress. So, yeah, a lot of people do vote that way. I do that when I vote for judges. I used to. Now I study them and find out who they are and what they're all about because, you know, I got the Internet. There's no excuse for me not to know. But I, but like 10, 12 years ago, that's how I used to vote for judges. Oh, he had an ad on TV. I know his name. I'll just vote for this judge. I know nothing about him. Now I know because, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little wiser now. But, yeah, uh, that's how it goes. But I, I, I also saw, also saw something that, that caught my eye. Did you see the bill about uh, – Letting internet service providers sell your uh, information now. You know what? So it don't. It don't really impact. It don't impact me. But those Congress people, they play. They sell. They play. They sell. <laughs> uh, like racist ass bastards that be looking at some bullshit. It's gonna be on the topic. They just. They just kill themselves because people are gonna be buying that information. 
from the ISPs when they're going against each other for um, elections, and that's going to be their mm-hmm. undoing, I promise. Watch this. Now, I know they they do it for uh, marketing purposes. Like, for instance, if I'm, like, you know, I, I'm, in, I'm in the computers, and I was trying to find a switch, so I just switched back and forth between my two computers. And I was on Tiger Direct. I was on, uh, you know, other sites. So then after that, every website I was on, like, uh, you know, Facebook and everything like that, they had ads for the stuff I was looking for. So that's, all, that's mm-hmm. already out there to a certain degree. But uh, right. with the protections that were in place, they weren't allowed to sell that information. Now they can sell it. So they can bundle all your information, all your browsing history, and sell it. So if you're on uh, Pornhub a lot, <laughs> you know, I'd be on Pornhub a lot if I could pay, if I could afford it. It's like 40 bucks a month, man. That's like three World of Warcraft subscriptions. So why no. would you pay for it when um, 90% of the videos are free? Hello? What are you doing, buddy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All they do have some interesting stuff on it. I'm like, I'll just wait for someone else to rip it and then put it on the other sites. I can't pay 40 bucks a month for that, for what I can get for free. But if you're on uh, sites like that, uh, you know, all that information, they can sell to people and they can market directly to what you browse on, which, and they can do it without your consent. Like if I get on, if I sign up for a website, they'll actually ask you, hey, can we have our marketing partners send you information? And you can say yes and you can say no. Now they don't need that consent anymore. They can bundle up all your information and sell it to the highest bidder. So to your point, there are about four or five grassroots uh not grassroots, I should say, but um, Kickstarter funds. By the browsing histories of all the senators who voted for that bill, one of those Kickstarter campaigns has $200,000 in it. <laughs> they are dead serious mm-hmm. about that. And like you said, they done fucked up, man, because now it's wide open. Because they just figure, well, it's not going to matter to me. Like, Republicans don't care about stuff until it happens to them. It's like I almost wish that every – and, you know, I'm just kidding, God. I have to apologize to God like 10 times. I'm just kidding, God. It's like I almost wish that every Republican senator's kid had cancer just so that they could put more money into cancer research because it doesn't matter if it happens to them. Like every, if every senator's granddaughter got raped, there would be protections against rape, you know. And I don't want innocent children to get cancer and get raped just for that to happen. So what I would pray for instead is for that these people to gain a shred of humanity and just be a goddamn human being and have some empathy for other people. So I really do hope that they get Paul Ryan's browser history. Oh, no, no, no. Forget Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan's a stick in the mud. I want Mike Pence's history because that dude is creepy. Did you hear about him? He won't eat alone with any other woman but his wife. I think Mike Pence is a serial killer, and his wife is a handler who just keeps him from killing other people while he's in office. What state? What state is he from? Uh, Indiana. I was gonna say he's a Mormon, and they on that ill shit anyway. But that's not. He's not a Mormon, so yes. But I, I would love to see Mike Pence's browsing history. I'd want to know what's in there. And you know what? I didn't even care before this bill passed, or at least until this bill started moving through Congress, I didn't care about it then, because that's your business, you understand? But now if you want to put everybody's browsing histories up for sale, yeah, no, I do want to know. (laughs) But, um, 
you know, being from North Carolina, you know, today was supposed to be a good day because HB2 got repealed. Kind of. Sort of. The the problem with Roy Cooper, and this is not a, a policy thing, is basically the same problem that Obama had. He treats Republican politicians like they're human beings, like they're not monsters, like they're not sellouts. You know, mm-hmm. so compromising with them is always going to hurt. Did you read the? Uh, did you read the repeal, Blue? What, what, the, the stuff that was involved in it. No, I didn't. I, I I stay away from politics until Mondays when I watch when I listen to Politics with Mercer Prescott, six thirty p.m. <laughs> so, but um. Our state senator, Floyd McKissick Jr., had a uh, – I followed him on Facebook. He's, he's a real cool dude. And he talked about why he wouldn't vote on HB2. And this is just one of the paragraphs from uh, his post about why he wouldn't vote for the bill. Uh, he said, number one, the primary stated purpose of HB2 was to repeal the ability of local governments to adopt anti-discrimination ordinances. While the compromise bill – repeals that provision of the law, it also imposes a three-and-a-half-year ban on the ability of local governments to adopt anti-discrimination laws. Therefore, cities have gained nothing and have not been restored to the positions they were in before HB2 was passed. That's how HB2 got started in the first place, because Charlotte passed a bunch of anti-transgender uh, laws. Not anti, but anti-discrimination laws. Pardon me. You know, and uh, the state stepped in and passed HB2 to squash that. And then they also threw in uh, the erosion of other protections, like for women and minorities in the workplace. And that's the part that they don't talk about. Everybody always talks about uh, where transgender people can pee. But they really downplayed the fact that HB2 really robbed people of a lot of uh of laws that protected them in the workplace. And that part was not really played up a lot. But now this repeal is it's a token thing. It's basically, I mean, North Carolina has lost billions of dollars. You know, we lost major sporting events. We lost so many sporting events that Pat McCrory, when he was still governor, tried to play up an equestrian event as the biggest sporting event in North Carolina. The equestrian event. Horses. I know we're in North Carolina, but who gives a shit? Who gives a shit about horses when we could have had the NCAA championships? <laughs> you want to see horses? I mean, most of North Carolina, I mean, we're in, you know, we're in a triangle. The rest of, the, of North Carolina's country, you want to see horses? You just go to your neighbor's house and see horses. He's got horses. We all need to see horses jump over fences. We want to see basketball. You know, we want to see our football. We don't want to see that other horse uh, literally and figuratively. But the bill, I mean, yeah, there's a repeal, but we're they're right back to where they, you know, actually, they're right back, yeah, they're right back to where they started. So it, the, the repeal is a joke. Oh, oh, so that, is it officially appealed? Is it a process? Help me understand that. It's uh, the bill passed. You know, and I remember uh, one of my friends is a school teacher, and they actually watched the process live in their in their class of the repeal of HB two. So uh, it did pass, but the thing is, 
the main parts of it, which is basically cities being able to pass their own anti-discrimination laws, that's still squashed. So it's it's really it solved nothing. And if I was all these events and all these businesses that stayed away, I'd still stay away. Mm-hmm. Because you don't you don't want to send your people to a place where they can be discriminated against, or where or where they could where, where they could potentially be hurt. You know, I'm I'm a black man, and I have a lot of I have friends what? in Texas. You know, but uh, would I go to would I go to Texas to live? I wouldn't, because I can't keep my mouth shut. I have a low tolerance for bullshit. I see some stupid shit. I'm not going to keep my mouth shut. You'd be I'm one of them niggas that tie a rope around your neck and drag you by a motherfucker for exactly. one <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be in that article. Man found dragged to death. <laughs> they tied sure. me to a truck and dragged me 10 miles down the road. That'd be me. Because I just We're missing Genesis I, and shit. You know they love our dick. They're like, oh, that's the first thing they want to chop <laughs> off and shit. Just <laughs> keep in the jar. They're human yeah. and they can wish. <laughs> like, no, they, they strap it on sometimes. It's on their girlfriend. Ah, it's so stupid. <laughs> 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 what did uh, what did what did uh, Andy Griffin say? Uh, they're like, that's too much meat for you. Share it with the rest go. of us. <laughs> 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 I like it. Oh, I'm on some pickle dick. <laughs> 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 but. Uh, one more thing real quick. I, I saw Donald Trump. Uh, he was supposed to be signing a couple of executive orders, and someone asked him a question about Russia, about Michael Flynn, uh, offering to testify. And uh, he walked away. He walked away without signing the executive orders. It was about trade. One of his bullshit, you know, trade, like, I'm, I'm a very good, I, mean, I can't do a good Trump impersonation, but here's the gist of it. You know, like I'm very, very good on trade. I make the best deals. I wouldn't buy a, I wouldn't buy a used car from that dude. But he, um, someone asked him a question about Flynn asking for immunity in exchange for his testimony. And to make it worse, they wouldn't give him immunity. And then what made the reporter ask the question is that Trump said in a tweet that they should give him immunity. Now that right there is a monkey wrench. Do you remember the whole thing with, with Trump's taxes that ended up in Rachel Maddow's hands? And she had that whole big mm-hmm. show and it was all about nothing. And people were like, yeah, you, they've been trying to get Trump's tax returns for years. All of a sudden, a reporter is going to end up with one of Donald Trump's tax returns in his mailbox, like Trump didn't put it there. You know, I, I think Flynn is trying to pull in Oliver North. I think he's still on the team, even though he got fired. He's still on the team, and he's trying to put himself out there, which is why he asked for immunity, and which is why I'm glad that uh, all these agencies that he went to, I think he went to FBI, to the to the Senate committee, they won't give him immunity. They're calling his bluff, because, you, because I think that that whole Trump thing with the taxes and Rachel Maddow, I think that, backs, I think that backfired on Trump. Because now, when they see that gift box sitting on their front porch, all wrapped up with a nice neat bow, they're not going to be like, oh, oh, it's my birthday. Oh, okay, that's inside. They're going to be like, wait a second. What the shit is this? You know? It, I think it backfired on them because now instead of being like, okay, we'll give you immunity. What do you have to say? They're just like, look, it's one of two things. And Young Turks put a little spin on this too. 
they probably didn't give him immunity because they probably have everything that they need. Uh, Blue, you watch Law and Order? Yeah, I like I, I watch favorite shows. It's a little different now. I like the early, the earlier episodes, the earlier years. Yeah, I, I, I saw one of those years ago with uh, Ice T. They had caught this guy. He had uh, between Chicago and New York, he raped and killed like fourteen teenage girls, and his DNA was on all the girls. Right. So they finally, you know, see, it's the last few minutes of the episode. They have him sit in the police station. They finally have everything linked together. They matched him up. And then he goes, I want to make a deal. And the cops are like, I can make a deal. We have your DNA on 14 dead teenage girls. What the fuck deal are you going to make? <laughs> so that's... That might be Mike Flynn. They may be laughing at him because they're like, yeah, we already have you. Why would we give you immunity when we're going to put you in jail along with Trump and Pence? So that may be the thing. They may already have information on, and which is why he's panicking and trying to make a deal. So it's either he's panicking and trying to save his own ass, or he's trying to be Oliver North to offer himself up. Uh, try to get immunity and then try and get out of it, you know, and then end up on, like, like Oliver North, end up as a commentator on Fox News instead of going to prison for treason. So. This is what I'm afraid of. This wasn't supposed to be a politics show, but, you know, if I could want to get 30 minutes in, you don't want to have prepared material. Um <clears throat> The, the thing that disturbs me the most about this whole thing is like every all this is going on, and besides Bernie every now and then popping up, where is the voice of the Democratic Party now? The, the the voice of the Democratic Party is trying to find that sweet spot between pleasing their donors and keeping their seats, and and they can't have both. And I'm, not to, I'm not inclined to donate if I don't hear them, if they're not active. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think the Democrats are going to lose big in 2018 with Tom Perez as the leader of the DNC. Because, yeah, I, I, I'm going to predict that defeat because no matter how bad Trump is, you know, we put it like this, all these Trump fans – we don't need them to win. We didn't win because there were more Trump voters than there were Hillary voters. We uh, we lost because they couldn't convince enough Hillary voters to go vote. That's the problem. If there are put it like this, even in, if you need to see look at North Carolina as a microcosm, because I wasn't able to find the stats for the country. There are more registered Democrats than there are registered uh, Republicans in North Carolina. But there are also more registered independents than there are registered Republicans. So it goes Democrats, independents, Republicans. So the Republicans are going to vote Republican no matter what. They're in it, they're in it until the end. Those are, those are the bodies that you find, like when you find the old ship, those are the old bodies that you find, you know, the old skeletons held on to the, uh, to, to the, uh, to the wheel. You know, they go down with the ship. It's the independence. If you look at North Carolina's voting history, back in the, uh, the Bedford U days, most of the independents swung Democratic. In the Pat McCrory days, they swung Republican. It's the independence that you have to really worry about. Don't worry about the Trump voters. They're, they're still giving Trump's A-pluses for his performance in the last two months. 
We don't, we don't need them. They need to unite the base, and they're not doing that because they still want that money. That's the problem with the Democrats. They become too addicted to the corporate money, and the, uh, they're just not going to vote for them at all. They're going to lose big in 2018, and then it's just going to be the end. It's going to be the end of the end of all uh, uh, the uh, to be dramatic. The end of all it's things. It's going to be the end of the world as we know it. Yeah, it's all put it like this. They're already calling uh, Angela Merkel, uh, the Chancellor of Germany, of Germany, the leader of the free world. You figure with England, with uh, they're already starting the paperwork for Brexit. I have, a, I have a couple of friends of mine who are from England who are pissed about Brexit, and I, and I joked with them. I told them, don't worry, because when England hits rock bottom, America will already be there to cushion its fall. So you're going to be okay. <laughs> you figure the Democrats should be beating the shit out of the Republicans right now. They, can't, they could even pass that repeal. Because you had basically the same thing. You had a whole bunch of Republicans who were just like, look, this is not, this doesn't go far enough. We want to go back to the old days where people had to work jobs they didn't like, uh, you know, just to survive, to get health care. And then you had the other half who wanted to join them, but they're they were at those town hall meetings, and people were at those town hall meetings chanting your last term, and they want to keep their seats because they probably haven't garnered enough goodwill to be like, uh, what was his name, Eric Cantor, to get a job uh, to some corporation. He, he flies to Saudi Arabia to give a 15-minute speech. I'm not making that up to be funny. He actually did fly all the way to Saudi Arabia to give a 15-minute speech. And they pay him what happened in the video that. chat? It's 2017. Some of the best video um, resolution in crystal clear. We got LCD TVs that are 60 plus inches. Why the hell do you need to go anywhere to do any type of conference or meeting when you can video do it via video? I don't understand the logic. To me, business is stupid in that way. Yeah, because they are. They just want to send people on trips, on expensive trips, because they can. And because, and why wouldn't they? They're all, they're all getting subsidies from the government. Ooh. So, yeah, they can afford it. Put it like this. If they had to cut costs, that's one thing. Then they would just do the video chat because it would be cheaper than putting a man on a plane to Saudi Arabia for 15 minutes of talking time. And I think a lot of these Republicans who are worried about their seats don't have those ties yet. Because if they were like Eric Cantor, they'd be like, oh, you're going to vote me out? Well, let me go to my happily ever after <laughs> and make all that corporate money, you know. But it's – the Democrats should be whipping the shit out of these guys right now, and they're still – and the worst of it is you still have people like Debbie Washington Schultz who are still speaking on the behalf of Democrats. Why? Why is, she, why is she talking? Why? Why is she still there? Why is her face on TV? She's at least one-third of the reason why we lost. You know, it, it's kind of like being a baseball manager and you have a pitcher with like a, a, a 17 ERA and every night he starts. They're just like, you know what? We know who he is. 
Put him up there. Yeah, he has a 17 ERA. It doesn't matter. Throw him up there. That's Debbie Wasserman Schultz with her 17 ERA going up against Bernie Sanders, who's hitting like 450. <laughs> Bernie Sanders oh, is the most popular senator. He's the most popular senator in America. By far. All right, all right. We're going to get two truths and a lie. We take us out with two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. Um, well, it is April Fool's Day, so uh, the lie will be uh, Donald Trump no, will no, actually. No, don't tell us what the lie is. You don't. You oh. have to pick it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever done this before? Uh, Donald, well, you know what? We'll make it easy. Donald Trump will last uh, two years. Donald Trump will last eighteen months, or Donald Trump uh, will last uh, six months as president before he's impeached. I the probably still did that wrong. Donald Trump will last six months. It takes six months to roll the ass up out of here. But America is too stupid right now to even um, realize how effed up it is. They talk about it all the time. But America, by nature, is a is a nation of inaction and only action by a few to get things done. That's why a lot of times we go to war. America as a whole doesn't want to go to war whether it be that collective few that get it done, you know what I'm saying, whether, whether it's right or it's wrong. And it's another another state of being in which there's no reason why number 45 should be president. But here we are just being complacent mm-hmm. and bullshitting, thinking our vote has no impact, thinking that we can't affect change, and boom, here we are, America, 2017. Yeah, you are right about that, about your vote counting, because Donald Trump won by a total of, I think it was 17,000 votes. That got him the president. No, he lost by two and a half million, but a popular vote don't mean he, shit in this country. Yeah, he lost by two and a half million votes, but as far as electoral college, it was about seventeen thousand votes. That kind right, of exactly. So yeah, Bullshit. so those votes they need to get rid of electoral college. You know, I'll be mean, put it like this: we don't own slaves anymore, so we shouldn't have an electoral college. <laughs> so we are slaves. We are slaves because the credit credit is our damn whip. We're slaves. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just that we we get paid sometimes. <laughs> the, 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 the slaves got paid is in different ways, and that's how we get paid. Honestly, yeah. we're still slaves. We're probably more enslaved now because we're mentally, financially, medically enslaved. You did. I, I definitely dig, especially the financial part. All right, well, that's that. It sounded like more like politics than mock. Where the fuck was um, Odie at? All right, good having Charles on the show today, even though he didn't say shit. Fucking Yo, what's up? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, finally. <laughs> 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 he showed up in the closing credits. Hey. <laughs> what's oh, going no, on, is this the ending credits? Oh, my bad. Um... Yeah, what's going on, man? It's, I have phone issues. That's, that's what happened. I just had some phone issues here. So, yeah, man, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Uh, you have to listen to the archive. You <laughs> have to listen to the archive. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a 30 minute show, buddy. <laughs> what's good with uh, Ratchet News? No more Ratchet News? Ratchet oh, News. Yeah. Oh, I ended up talking the whole show because I was supposed to be off a little bit, and then we didn't get, we didn't get Odie. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get it, we'll get it done. 
chance. We'll get it done. Gotcha, gotcha. She might come on um, politics and throw a little um, ratchet, oh, some politics ratchetness. Because honestly, that's really all it is in this day and time. Really, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Ratchetness and politics. How about that? Cool, cool, cool. All right, then. That's what it is. We out. All right, y'all. Now, if you want some information, if you want to get the gist of what's really going on in this motherfucker, you need to listen to these motherfuckers on Mob Talk Radio. These motherfuckers know exactly what's going on. Mob Talk Radio. Mob Talk Radio. Mob Talk Radio. Mob Talk Radio. And I really want to thank the Migos, not for being in the show, but for making bad and bougie. Like, that's the best song you know, ever. So, uh, young rich niggas. You know, so we really never had no old money. You got a whole lot of new money, though. When you nod your head, yes, but you want to say no, what do you mean? Raindrop, drop top, drop top, smoking on cook in the hot bar. Fucking on your bitch, yeah, dot, dot, dot. Cooking up dope in the park pot, pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. I don't turn nobody grit the trigger. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get you.